Composure's Bill McGee is with us today to talk about his latest collaboration at Sound Connection. Plus, grab a free track download and get a sneak peek at some of the new music you'll hear this month on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. Show number eight for Escapes on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2006. We're kicking off the show today with our top rated track list covering the past 30 days on Mystic Soundscapes. Here's our top 10 from February 22nd through March 21st, 2006. According to ratings and votes from our listeners online, in at number 10, DJ Free with Canyon Echoes from the CD Mystic Canyons. Michael Stearns hits number nine with Twin Flame from the album Sacred Sight. From the Lord of the Rings Return of the King, Renee Fleming comes in at number eight with the mystic mix of Twilight and Shadow. Number seven, Kaya Project with Salam from the CD Elixir. Caridwen hits number six with their track Gates of Anwen. Number five is America's Stonehenge from the CD Mystical America by Laura Sullivan. Lorena McKennett lands the number four spot with the mystic mix of the Mummer's Dance from the Book of Secrets CD. Number three, Danny Wright with Pavane from the CD Fantasies. Jim Wilson hits number two with the track Eagle's Flight from A Place in My Heart. And in at number one for the past 30 days on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio, it's No Musy from Ethereality with Echoes from Rivendell. That's our top tracks report for the past 30 days. Remember, we post our weekly top five every Monday on our homepage. Just go to mysticsoundscapes.com to check it out. We are on the phone with master composer and member of Composure, Bill McGee. Welcome, Bill. How you doing, Pete? Fantastic. It's nice to uh, finally talk to you live. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on here. I've been I've been waiting quite a while for this to happen. Now let's uh, let's just kick off a little bit. Uh, I want to find out when you first started recording your music and what kind of made you decide to pursue it as uh, one of your career alternatives. Well, uh, the the recording part it came uh, around 1999, I guess, and um, I guess uh, playing the piano it started when I was a child. We had a uh, a piano in the living room, which I attempted to play, but my oldest brother he was always kicking me off of it. <laughs> but um, in '99, I bought a Casio keyboard, and uh, over the years I've played acoustic guitar, and uh, what that was was all original music too. I always felt. That's what I really wanted to do was whatever I felt inside. That's, that was what needed to come out the most. And uh, it just it dawned on me that I would like to get a keyboard just for the family to play, which I pretty much took over. At that time, my daughter, she was 10 years old, and she came into what at this time is now my studio. Um, and she had heard something I was playing over and over, and she said, Daddy, I believe people would buy your music. And that pretty much ignited the whole thing right there. I guess coming from a child, there was uh, some sort of mystery to it. <laughs> Maybe the um, general public would, would appreciate it as well. So um, it's been several years uh, to mature to what I'm doing right now. And of course, that will continue on also as the years go on. But, you know, I'm really, I really enjoy doing what I'm doing right now. And, um, you know, as I said, I appreciate your support. Your passion obviously comes through in your music. You can tell that you're you're creating or you're bringing us a piece of yourself when you compose and create what you're creating here. Right. 
Here's a question for you. Does your daughter still think the same about your music? Or, uh... No. <laughs> she's, uh, she's 17 now. and Well, I'll say on the surface, I don't think so. But uh, she hears what I do a lot so much. Right. You know, a lot of times I, I, I'm in the studio with headphones on. Actually, she does not hear that. But um, I think at times when she has friends over and I'm in here working, it gets a little obnoxious to her, and uh, that's what she relates. <laughs> not wanting to listen so much to what I do. Um, I actually gave one of her friends a CD of mine uh, the other day, and she asked him not to play that in the car while they were uh, on, a, <laughs> on a small trip they were taking that day. So I understand that also. Embarrassing by her dad, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> when you first started recording, did you have you always used the name Composure, or did you start as, as Bill McGee, or how did that work? Well, um, when I decided to air my music on mp3.com, that's when the name Composure came, and I just felt that my music's always been so soothing to myself that that name just fit so well. I see. So now, as far as your very first CD, um, I noticed you said mp3.com. Does that mean you basically started by just uploading individual tracks? Yes, that's right. Okay. Uh, the first CD was an open door, and uh, that may have lasted a year, I guess, before really the uh, the demise of mp3. 3.com. Right, right. When that, when that went away, then um, that was pretty much my internet connection right there. And I've tried several other websites that just didn't pan out so well. I don't know if it was there. They didn't have much of an audience. But right now, I use CD Baby, which seems to be my best um, my best collection of listeners right now. All right. Well, now, your music spans a lot of different you know, styles, various instrumentation. Sometimes you, you get the sense of being world-inspired, classical ambient, and uh, CI, or that's what I like to call contemporary instrumental. Mm-hmm. Are there any styles that you're most comfortable using in your compositions, or do you just like to throw yourself out there and create what comes to you? Exactly. I mean, that's whatever mood I'm in. Um, w- well, it's going to come out more of an ambient style, right? whatever I do. And, um, you know, if there's a, a so-called tempo added to it, still that ambient flavor is going to be there most of all. Are there any artists uh, that have had a major influence in your work? Oh, yeah. I would have to say um, from 1972 was my uh, my big moment in uh, breaking into listening to music. That was with Pink Floyd. That was the love of my life as far as musicians go and um, there was many a night that I fell asleep listening to Dark Side of the Moon so well I have a CD actually right now that's um, put away in storage so that doesn't get damaged in any way keep it safe (laughs) that's right are there any favorite artists who are currently in the world of uh, instrumental music that you listen to personally Deep Forest I really like and also Peter Gabriel I've always been a big fan of his you know 10 years from now whatever he's writing I'm sure I would really like it Uh, everything he has done has just touched me in a way to where I I'll just have to consider him my favorite artist right now because he is so active in what he's doing with music right now. If I walked into your studio right now, what kind of equipment are you using when you uh, compose and create? Right now, I am using a Korg Triton workstation, which is the ultimate and keyboard that I have ever owned, and I probably understand 5% of its capability and its capacity. <laughs> Still learning it, right? Uh, I, yes, I don't think I'll, I will ever learn the keyboard itself completely, <laughs> but which is good. It gives me uh, you know, new dimensions to head off into occasionally, and... Uh, You know, that's what's so uh, good about this keyboard. Um, It's so diversified. 
it can keep my writing the same way. Now, speaking of learning and, and talking about the keyboard and stuff, did you have any formal musical training, or do you did you just sit down and jump right into it when you started? I just pretty much sat down and jumped into it. Um, you know, as I, as I said earlier, I play guitar, so I know what chords, how to define which chord is which, an E to an A to a G, whatever. But right. what I like so much about the keyboard is that, as opposed to a guitar, you don't have the calluses left on your fingers <laughs> that a guitar will leave. And uh, to me, it's much more uh, enjoyable. It's much easier to play. So, uh, But I still have the guitar that I originally um, wrote music with uh, years ago, so uh, that will never be sold or given away. So um, Keep it as a memento, right? Exactly. <laughs> but the keyboard is my main love right now in music. between you and uh, artist DeBassay. DeBassay. Your group name has become Sound Connection. Tell me how that came about and what inspired the two of you to start working together on that. Well, last year I completed a project called Solo Project. It has never really been um, exposed yet through the internet. And, of course, the internet's my main connection right now. And um, DeBassay, he was... Um, he and I were in contact with each other several years ago. And through that time, kind of went out of connection a little bit. And then we, you know, communicated via email um, now and again and uh, his music is so beautiful it's got the Middle Eastern um, touch to it and flavor matter of fact uh, one of his CDs was playing on the um, living room stereo one evening my wife had it when I came in and um, I just fell in love with it again so I wrote him an email and asked what would be the problem in he and I compiling several tracks together to see how that would sound just an experiment and of course he was all for that so I produced this project here in my studio and uh, actually borrowed a couple of songs from a project I finished last year, the solo project CD and um, after about three to four weeks of spending a lot of time getting a remix per song and what songs accent each other well, back to back so to speak on the CD I presented it to him and he liked that so uh, I put it on CD Baby which it just came out last week, matter of fact Now you designed the cover for this thing yourself Right. You're, you're a graphic artist too No, no. <laughs> you you know, the, the, as far as a pencil in my hand to do any artwork, it would be a stick figure with a round head. And that's <laughs> yeah. My wife, Susan, is, is the artist in this family. And my daughter, Katie, also. She's uh, she's moving right along with her artwork. She's more into the uh, photography right now. My wife is into the actual hands-on art. A lot of sketch work and oils she's done over the years. So uh, it runs in the family, and uh, we like to keep it that way, <laughs> if well, possible. It's, it's a real nice cover. You did a very good job on that. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's a very basic uh, beginning to it. Uh, that I came up with a design, but I won't go into that. You can if you like. <laughs> I'll just tell you where the, the title came from. And the Bassey, he's in the San Francisco area, and I'm in the um, Wilmington, North Carolina area. Okay. And I just simply took both our latitudes and it divided by two, and I came out with 36. And he seemed to think that was kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's simply all that means. No hidden meaning to it whatsoever. up 
here, actually. Can you give us a sneak preview of any upcoming projects, anything going through your head uh, between just your solo projects or in addition to uh, Debassé that are coming up you'd like to share? As far as Sound Connection is concerned, uh, we will see how this goes on the Internet if we have a lot of listeners, a lot of positive reviews. Okay. If that compilation, two different styles of music, seems to create its own genre, then maybe we will go from there. He, he is strictly, the Basset is strictly an independent artist. And whether he and I will continue to uh, work on further projects, that's yet to be seen. I would like to see that, uh, but we really don't know at this point. I will probably bring forth the project I finished last year called Solo Project, and I'll probably have to um, create a couple more songs that I've borrowed off of that for this uh, current project <laughs> okay. to recomplete that. That's great. So, so you're, you're always working, always creating, always thinking, right? Yes. Uh, from writing music, I've actually taken about two months off right now, but I've been into the uh, production end right now, and that was mainly uh, finishing up last year's project and working on this one here, and now they are done, I can pretty much go back to uh, the relaxation of writing music, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Great, and it is in those times where you take off where you kind of rejuvenate your inspiration, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, right and I, and I don't try to steer away from music either when I'm away from writing I always try to stay involved with it so uh, I don't want to lose that at all I don't want to get away from it so um, that's great that's, that's me right there that's great Bill well listen I appreciate it very much for you taking the time to be with us today oh hey I, I'm really glad we had this chance to talk and I appreciate as I've said so many times Pete that uh, you have supported my music on, on Mystic Soundscapes and uh, it's one of the few stations that will play on this computer of mine in the <laughs> studio so just to let you know that well, thank you. Uh, you are welcome. You're more, more than welcome. Before we wrap up here, though, I do want to tell people where they can go to purchase Sound Connections CD. Just go to cdbaby.com, and on the search block, just type in Sound Connection and McGee backslash DeBasse, which is D-E-B-A-S-S-E, and that will take you to our page. There's two-minute streaming uh, songs, and there's 14 tracks that, that have uh, two minutes worth of listening for the listeners if they want to uh, decide whether they want to buy the CD or not. And also, there's downloads available through Apple Tunes, etc., that CD Baby offers the artist. That's uh, that's what I really enjoy the most. It's not just depending on CD sales. You've got the, the uh, digital downloads that are also available to us as well. Excellent. Well, Bill, thanks so much. Thank we, you, uh, we look forward to uh, your future projects, and uh, keep up the great work. Okay. Thank you very much. Our feature track this month is from Bill's latest CD as Sound Connection. And remember, if you visit mysticsoundscapes.com, click on the podcast option and go to the webpage for Escape's show number eight. You can download this entire track for free, courtesy of Bill McGee and Sound Connection. From 36th Parallel, here's Blind Eyes Foresee. You're listening to Escape's.
You've been listening to Blind Eyes Foresee from the new CD from Sound Connection, 36th Parallel, on the Escapes podcast. New tracks from your favorite artists on Mystic Soundscapes. Brand new feature this month on Escapes, it's new tracks. A sneak peek at some of the new music you'll hear on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio when you tune in. Sit back, relax, and check out some of the new stuff we have in store for you this month on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. And sweet ashes. you'll hear this month on Mystic Soundscapes Internet Radio. If you haven't checked out the station yet, please do so. We'd love to hear what you think. And if you're already a listener, thank you so much for your dedication and your support. That's it for show number eight on March 22nd, 2006. We'll catch you next month. For Escapes, I'm Pete Havey. 